Hello, everyone. Hello there. We're live. I wish they would give me like a ding, like live. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Nerd Theory Podcast with Josh from Den of Nerds. Notice I didn't say the this time. Well, I de- it is the though. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wait, what? It is. Well, that's the the. It's complicated. Like nobody searches with for the the, so they just type in Den of Nerds. But oh, it, technically, I, the channel name is the. But I was always saying the, and people are like, it's not the. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Whatever. You know, you know how the net is. What's up, chat? How you all doing? We're glad to uh, glad you're here today. It's got about two thousand people already in the chat, chilling. Uh, yeah. So a lot to talk about today. Yeah. We got Gina's interview with Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. which, as always, there's two sides to every story. Um, and then we got news about uh, Ezra being somewhat cast. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be uh more certain than not i would say and uh you know from what i'm understanding it's a verbal agreement and like you know when we talk about that we can sort of get into what that means where that might be at but it does look like yeah mina is uh gonna be our ezra cool and this is the same gentleman who played in aladdin aladdin yeah yeah so he's now space aladdin you know what i mean a lot of people called ezra for him space aladdin yeah i think it's i mean it's Dude, definitely good for him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, didn't he come out with like something being like, "Oh, it's hard for me to get work right now," and and then now he's he's freaking Ezra, dude. Hmm, I did not know um, about that thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Yeah, yeah. There was a whole thing with um. Hmm. Do you want to go into some detail about it, and then we can talk about the, the everything? Yeah. Which way do you want to go? You want to go Ezra first or Gina? Let's go Ezra. It's probably cool. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Um. Quickest. So yeah, this is coming from Kessel Run Transmissions. Uh. I. I know Corey, Corey and Noah, and I love these guys, and uh, they do have really, really good sources. Um. From what I understand, this is being it's being reported as a rumor by a lot of other people out there, and uh, I know some people are sort of confused on this whole process or whatever. But a lot of the times, <clears throat> a verbal agreement is basically saying like I'm going to do it, but there's not necessarily a contract signed uh there it could still fall apart right you know what i mean like it technically could still fall apart and so sometimes when you see stories like the toby Maguire thing that's recently happened and there's some confusion about like oh is he signed is he not signed you know what's going on mm-hmm. sometimes there are verbal agreements between studios and a lot can kind of happen while that is while the while the minutia of a deal is being worked out sometimes work can go on right, right. so i think all signs point to yes and really what this is probably is uh, Kessel Run is sort of taking a leap on this one a little bit because I think some other people, you know, right, wrong or whatever, would wait for the signing or would wait a little bit further to confirm. Um, but, yeah, they went out hard on this. And I, I mean, it feels right to me. I think I think Mina is probably going to be the guy. Um, yeah. 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 That's what, what do you I think about him as, as the pick? I mean, what do you think about him? Um, yeah, dude, honestly, Keanu Reeves kind of looks like I saw a picture of Keanu with uh I did see that. Yeah, yeah a little photoshopping of, of the beard. Yeah. Looks like Ezra to me. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I just, I'm a Keanu fan. I want to see Keanu in, in something Star Wars. I think that'd be neat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think both Mina and Rahul, who was probably up there as well. I wanted to see, I want to see Rahul in there. I think, you know. Yeah. So that's the thing, right? Like we both, I think, were really pulling for Rahul um, to, you know, get this spot, get this gig or land this thing or whatever. Um, yeah. I personally am a big fan of his work. I loved his iZombie stuff. I love his Funhouse stuff. I remember, remember the day that he 
you know, he went really hard and then we had this crazy stream and everybody was really did, excited. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like and, the and thing he, is like, for me us or whatever. And then I went up yeah. and had, had tea with him and uh, yeah. like three hours. We just chilled and talked. Yeah, man. I mean, so he seems like a super cool guy. Um, And it's. I don't know. I, look, it just it's bittersweet for me. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing. Mina is great. But in some ways, here's what I here's what I'm kind of feeling. And I don't know if maybe you are feeling a little bit of this as, as well. Mina is a very Disney choice. You know what I mean? Like Mina is a very safe, very clean Disney choice. Um, I mean, he's literally Aladdin, for God's sakes. Yeah. And it's and like not that that's a problem, but I was interested to see perhaps a more grizzled, darker Ezra. And I thought Rahul could be really great for that. You know what I mean? Mina to me seems great for an Ezra I've already met and spent a lot of time with. Yeah. Not that, you know, he couldn't maybe you know, do I feel that. great older, but do you know what I'm saying? A little, I like... feel that bro. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm down with that. I feel like, uh, Rahul would have brought a little bit more of a, a more developed, um, Ezra to the mix. Uh, whereas, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm sure, you know, they'll, either one would be a great choice. So, um, yeah. going forwards, we'll just see, you know, what happens and I want to see how they're going to put him into the show. I don't think it'll be Mando necessarily right away. I think it'll well, be it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka show. Yeah, that's that yeah. was in the scoop too. So that that's a part of it is that it's going to be in the scoop. And you know, frankly, there you know, regardless of how we maybe feel about Mina and Rahul, the the big story here is that like this is a huge this is a big deal. Like the Ezra character is going to be a very big deal for this show and for right. I think Star Wars moving forward. Like it sort of just all Mina just did like a billion dollar movie, dude. You know what right. I mean? Like Aladdin was a billion dollar movie. There, I feel as though if they grab their Aladdin and put him in that thing, that's a significant investment. That's a play for them. Meaning, like the Ezra Bridger character is going to play a significant role in the Filoni verse, very likely with Thrawn and with that whole whatever happens. You know what I mean? So, do you think Ezra is Snoke's apprentice? Because we know Snoke is a second apprentice. Do you think they're going to line it up with that? Man, that would be clear. fantastic. I tell you what, that would be fantastic because that was something that a lot of fans had sort of latched on to uh, when, you know, when we were kind of going towards Last Jedi, you know, before the dark times. So, yeah. you know, that. Yeah, so maybe, dude, that'd be kind of a cool little yeah. bone to throw to the fans, maybe. You know? Before we realized it all didn't make any sense. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to um, Gina Bobina. With Gina. Yeah. Yeah. With Ben Shabibo. So we watched both probably around the same, right? We watched about 40 minutes, I think. 45 minutes. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. So what was your general impression of the interview? If I may um, ask. That there are two sides to every story and that she got to finally explain her side because she never really did. And how did you feel about like her explanations or whatever, I guess? Um... How do I get this away here? Hold up. Yeah, I'm not in support of her being fired whatsoever. Just to answer that super chat there. Um, what was your question, Josh? So how do you, I guess the question really is, how do you feel about the way she defended her positions? Because here's my thing. I feel like in some ways it was great. And in some ways I was like, Ugh, I didn't really like what you said there. But that's, you know, to be expected, I think, if you're just Which passively parts? observing. Which no, I, I want to know going? what you felt about. Uh, I felt it was I felt it was great to hear different side to everything because we've been hearing one side with the media and, yeah. you know, with Twitter and to hear, you know, 
hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak, um, was great because there are always two sides to a story and we never got to hear her side properly. So hearing what she really meant and, and just hearing her speak the way she articulates everything and the way she, you can just almost feel her energy that this isn't yeah. a person that has any mal intent or any malice or any sort of hate in yeah. her heart. And I, I'm a really good judge of character. I feel like it would be really evident if, you know, there was a bit of like, all right, you're just laying it on thick. Cause you know, you, you got caught from your own hate tweets or whatever, and that's it. But it's like, I really don't think that was the case. Mm. I think she just, as she said it plainly put, go watch the interview. And, and, it's very out in the open that she just didn't mean what everyone is trying to get her, well, ca canceling her over. I really don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because in some ways I agree. And then at some point, though, in the interview, it's just it becomes very clear that she's just not doing what Disney's asking her to do. Like, that's just obvious. Maybe I so, missed that part. Which part? <clears throat> Well, she's literally talking about how, like, at one point, um, I think it was like a PR. She she describes a lady that was like either a public relations, some kind of like damage control person, you know, mm -hmm. uh, comes to the house and then they're like really kind of being a butthole at first or whatever. And she literally talks about how she essentially like breaks through this person on a human level. Right. And just kind of actually comes to speak to them soul to soul. So to speak. yeah, yeah. And this person, which, by the way, I think is fantastic. And I agree with her that, like, that's great. And you should try to do that. Right. I agree with that sentiment. But okay. this uh, lady. Let me, let me interject. So, so, so a lot of people are saying stop po talking politics. Um, I don't know if that's directed to us or people in the chat. Uh, we're not talking politics. But this is, you know, a big issue in Star Wars and something that we have been repetitively asked to talk about. So we're talking about it. So I don't know who that's directed to, but I, I see this a lot in chat. But um, yeah, we're we're not we're not political people in general. So I mean, this is a massive story, guys. Like you know, like I'm not even necessarily that pumped to be talking about it, mm -hmm. but it is a massive story. So we are going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, what I was saying was, so she breaks through to this person on like a human level, right? Which is awesome. The lady the with the glasses, right? That was like correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so essentially, I think at at that point it was like the lady basically tells her that you're trying to give a logical answer to an emotional, emotional response. response. Yeah. yeah. And they will only respond to an emotional response back. Here's the thing. Like, that's true. Like, does that suck? Absolutely. Is that right? No. But it's true. And also, you'd have to imagine that at this point, from what I understand, again, you know, only watch the interview kind of once or whatever. From what I understand, this is definitely not the first time that Gina was speaking to somebody at Disney about these issues. And so my thing is this, like Disney likely has some of the best, most expensive public relations people on the planet. And I would imagine that when you sign a contract to work there, you agree to heed the advice of these people that Disney are, I would assume, going to pay for. I don't know for sure. You know, I'm speaking sort of speculatively. Yeah, yeah. We don't but know. to me, like, that's that would be the moment where Gina would have to be like, okay, now I must do the thing I don't want to do, which many people do at their jobs every day. What did she not do that they wanted her to do? To give an emotional response 
back. Do you know what I mean? I thought they wanted her to give a non-emotional response back. Disney? No, that's what Gina wanted to do. Okay. She yeah. wrote out a, a, a very big thing about how, what she, how she felt and what she felt, and they were like, no, you can't upload that. Yeah, that was true. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. So that, to me, so that, that seems... part, yeah, that part definitely seems messed up, but I mean, like, how much do look, we I mean, really when, yeah, know look, about I agree that, with you, you know? in the sense that when you work for a company, you, you, you're, you're going by their rules, um, you know, as long as it doesn't infringe on your own rights and, uh, you know, the law. But yeah, to that extent, I mean, sure, abide by what they want. But you also got to think, like, when they're making you say things that will affect your image, and when your image in the, is in the public eye, you got to kind of do a double take and be like, look, man, this doesn't really fly with who I am. And, and my my business is my career is my my public image. Yeah, I got I to gotta think about this a little bit. So they probably gave her what, like a rundown, run-of-the-mill, very corporate sort of answer, like the Pablo thing with his fake yeah. Twitter account, which wasn't even him, I bet. Right. Right. And so they wanted her to do that. And, she's, and she even said, she's like, look, this doesn't really feel emotional. This doesn't feel right. So I feel like she wanted to, to do something that really hit. No, I think closer. from my understanding, they kept coming back to her basically saying that it uh, wasn't apologetic enough, which to me is pretty vague. You know what I mean? Like it's super vague. But that to me seemed to be what she was saying was the main criticism from them coming back. So that would lead me to believe that. I mean, they wanted her to grovel, you know, like, what do you want me to say? They wanted her to grovel. You know what I mean? And like, mm -hmm. I respect your decision not to grovel. But, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, why would I grovel for something when I didn't mean anything and you just in misinterpret what I say? Totally, dude. Totally. Of course. But this isn't a free speech case. This is a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is okay, a private league. This is a corporation. So, okay. So, okay. All right. I see what you're saying. But it's, to me, from what she said, it still seems like she complied with everything that they wanted. I mean, that's the thing, right? Who knows? I mean, I would look. I mean, she, she, she spoke seemed... to all the people. She spoke to the to the LGBTQ community at Lucasfilm or 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 was it um, that was hired by Lucasfilm to speak to her and educate her? Um, she did. Yeah. Everything yeah, she watched that some they documentary wanted. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She watched documentary. No, she she went, well, I would say that she went through several steps. I don't think she did everything that they wanted. Otherwise, I don't think there would be the issue that there is now. But she certainly went through some hoops for it, man. I'm not saying Dejina was straight up like gave him the bird right away. It seemed like she was playing ball. But it also seems like if you really watch the interview, I mean, at the end of the day, she's kind of she's kind of admitting at the end of the interview that in a sense, like she became she became politically active for the first time in her life mm. around this time. You know what I mean? And that her views as coming to, uh, you know, the political space right. sort of come from a place of not trusting the leadership that we had or the, you know, what was going on in the media, et cetera, et cetera, which I totally understand, but like, that is what it is. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't act like that's not what it is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. So what do you think the best uh, course of action here would have been? I mean, look, I think it's a huge mistake from Disney's part. You know what I mean? Like all everything that I just said is is totally true. And from a business perspective, they're within the right to do it. 
I would sure. not have done it. I think it was a horrible decision. You know what I mean? Like, so I want to make that clear too. To fire her? That, yeah, dude. Oh, it was for garbage. sure. Yeah. It was garbage. a horrible decision because now, you know, you've, I mean, first of all, for me personally, like I'm so, I can barely talk about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like I can talk to you about it. You know what I mean? And I just act like nobody's watching, but like, I, I have trouble. Uh oh, are you froze? You were froze for a second there, bro. Was I? You were, you got froze on my end. You were froze on a real mad oh. face. You were like, uh, anyway, uh, resting, just, resting, resting D face. That's what I got. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, say. but like for me, man, this is just one more little kick in the nuts, bro. It's like, I don't, you know, it's just like another thing where it's like, <laughs> think about this. Think about this. The stories like Marvel has one show going on right now, right? One show. Yeah. WandaVision, yeah. a show that you don't even like. People don't even like it. No, I love the show, man. No, I, I just know, the last I, you thought the, like... I know, I know. I'm ribbing you. I'm ribbing you. I'm ribbing you. The <laughs> point is, my point is, uh, like Marvel's got one show going on right now, and all the conversation is about like hype and about like what's coming, and we're all excited and we're theorizing, we're doing all this stuff. Bro, what's the stories with Star Wars? It's this. We don't necessarily want to be talking about this. Lucasfilm, I mean, look, is Gina partially responsible? Of course, but Lucasfilm ultimately made this decision. You know what I mean? And then now they have to sort of live in this in this bed, dude, you know, like after four days, first of all, because I wanted to find all the evidence I could and find all the information I could before I jumped to conclusions just because I'm buddies with Jay and I respect Jay and I know Jay and he's and I know Gina through Jay. I know she's a beautiful person from what yeah. I've heard from him. I've never spoken to her, but I needed to do my due diligence before, you know, I had my opinion on it and people kept hounding me like oh what's your opinion why are you not talking about it why are you silent about it and then all of a sudden it's like when you give your opinion people are like how dare you how dare you have that opinion it's not the exact one i wanted yeah, yeah it's like yeah yeah fuck look you, man, dude i feel bad for a <laughs> lot of people in this situation you know what i mean like i feel bad man like gina seemed to be almost like a mother to that crew well how and, does and that, how does that casting crew feel about character. it Cara Dune's an awesome character, bro. You know she's about to have the most expensive Star Wars figure. Yeah, because like yeah. do they have yeah. how much? How many of her figures were actually out there before they yanked them? I don't know. Serious collector. That's a serious. That's a serious hot item, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna try to give me some of those. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But you know, going back to the meat of the matter here, I, I think. Um, you know, like we said last week with Mark, is it, you, you can't really pick and choose who you fire. You know, you have to... And doing that so drastically... And what's even worse is that I found out that she got fired and she found out from social media. Right? Like, come like, on, guys. Like, f- come on. What is that? I'll tell you what it is. It's Lucasfilm, bro. We know exactly what it is. Yeah, Lucasfilm is, is Lucasfilm. the most amazing company to me in my heart, but it just... <laughs> they used to be. Things are changing. It, it just feels... I don't know, man. Like, their treatment towards me, their treatment towards fans, the things that they let slip here and there, like, like this didn't happen when George was in control. Not then. Ever. Bro, it's so sad. Like, I, it's hard because I try, I, and we talk about this sometimes offline and, and shit. It's like, it's tough because we, we know and we understand that sometimes when we speak, it, like, sort of is bigger maybe than when other people speak. So like yes. we try really hard to be respectful of the platform. You know what I mean? And not just crap all over Disney all the time, because look, they've given me a, a, a many incredible Star Wars experiences since the purchase. I've had incredible Star Wars. Exp- I mean, I've met you, 
because of Disney in some mm-hmm. ways. You know what I mean? So we it's have hard. careers because of why well, I have a career because yes. of Disney. Yes. So it's hard. I'm well, not trying to be. Well, well yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah you know what? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's you know. Let's not you know. But uh, for sure, like right. we owe a lot. You know, that's the point, right? And we respect. I mean, at least I know I. I would also respect. say they owe us a lot too, because we really do help drive all of their sales they up. Owe, and talk for about sure, a whole they owe the stuff. fandom. They owe content creators. They owe us a lot. They don't even understand that, and I agree. And that sucks. Oh, but I, they don't get it at all. But I think ultimately, what did Pablo say about YouTubers? They're a tick. Pablo Hidalgo said YouTubers are a tick. And then someone else from Lucasfilm in a tweet said uh, influencers are irrelevant. <laughs> okay, guy. <laughs> All right. So All right, man. The next couple of years go. Yeah. We'll see. No problem. Yeah. And it, it's it's weird because, it's you know, I've um, the first job I ever wanted when I was a kid was to work at Lucasfilm. Mm, was yeah. To, was, was to work at that was my first job I ever wanted. My parents put me in a computer course, computer camp. When I was six, I was teaching courses there, programming by the time I was 11 years old to adults, all in the name of being able to work at Lucasfilm. And then that changed, and I wanted to work at NASA, so on and so forth. But Lucasfilm for me was amazing, man. It was, it was yeah. just such a different, you know, when George was the papa over there. Uh, and it just, it, I don't know. I don't know what's going on? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you grow up and you realize Santa Claus is not real. I don't know what it is, but just, I mean, I think frankly, here's the thing. Like, I here's, man. Like, I don't want to go super hard here, but it's like, it, no, it's dude, obviously, I'm, I'm, I, and, and leadership. The, it's obviously leadership, bro. Look, people like, with the channel not, have noticed it. Like, I've just like I've, I've I haven't been uploading as much for the first time in almost five years. Like, I, I've I've maintained an upload schedule of once every day at least, and mm. I've just I don't know. The last two three weeks have just been like. Like three uploads a week, and I, I, you know, that's the first time I ever did that. It's not because I'm tired, it's not because anything else. I'm just something just feels different, yeah, man. This is a rock, whatever's going on right now is not cool. Like, whatever's going on right now is not cool. And you know, like, not to get conspiratorial, but like, man, like, what's going on with Mando 3, dude? You know, like, if Pedro's first look deal is with the Drake movie or, or whatever or the last of us whatever movie yeah. then like what is going on man like i i just feel like at this point we've been you. messed with a, enough as fans so i don't know man like i'm just it's it's a very interesting it's a very interesting time what's up roberto good to see you man it's uh it's just a weird time bro and i i haven't made a solo star wars video since like mando basically yeah i know you're just not feeling it i'm not feeling it bro and like yeah it's just tough man. because i don't want to be that guy because i'd rather just not make the videos than like make the the angry videos you know what i mean so i'm just gonna kind of chill for a little bit longer and hopefully things get better i mean bad batch is gonna be good um Look, Mina's Mina seems great, dude. And I love the Ezra Bridger character, but again, I can't help but be like, damn, dude, like, you know, Rahul would have been really cool. And it feels like they're really going Disney with the Mina pick. Uh, so there's on top of that, dude, it's hard. I mean, this Gina situation is a stink on everything, bro. And I'm not even like super pro Gina. And it still irks me. And I'm still like, this is this is this is what we got. You know what I mean? This is what we got. With Star Wars, you know, so. I need the Bad Batch. I need, I need the Kenobi show. I need, um, yeah, 
because right now with no with no Star Wars stuff going on, I mean, you just kind of this is like the focal, you know. You know, it was yeah. it was it was it came from the high of Luke, and then for me, it was you know what happened online, and then now I mean, it's... that's the thing though. Like they're creating this though. That's the thing, bro. Because think about this: the Pablo situation is a great example because you know everybody's just like, oh, the Pablo situation, whatever, bro. They could have made the Pablo situation into an incredible win. They had an opportunity to pivot, to do something, to, 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 and they just didn't, you know what I mean? So it's not as though they don't have control of what's happening. They do have control of what's happening. That's what's frustrating to me is like, it feels like, it feels like they need that content bad, bro. They need that content bad. And hopefully once the content starts rolling in, it's of enough quality and enough, like, cause the thing, look, so let me ask you this. How do you think the pro, do you think pro Gina people will mm. ever give Star Wars like a chance again? Like, like, that's what I mean though. Like expand on that. Like, what do you think? No, no, it, it, it really affects the brand. I mean, it, you know, it, yeah um i'm 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 it's interesting i uh i don't really i don't really want to be selective of the things i say all that much anymore um i feel like the channel has evolved to that state you know we're at three million subs almost thank you guys and i just things feel different in terms of just I'm very tired of um, worrying about what may offend people. In my opinion of something may offend people. I don't care anymore. And that's why I'm not going to um, bite my tongue anymore with things on, on what I truly feel and how I feel about certain situations and current events. You know, the Pablo situation, for example, was one that I I bit my tongue on the most if I really wanted to say what I wanted to say unfiltered. I mean, you know, there's conversations with you. There's conversations with Mark. And then later on, uh, when me and Jeremy from Geeks and Gamers made amends, which thanks to Pablo, we did. Um, he knows everything about what I feel, how I truly feel, what I really wanted to do. I mean, I could have caused a major storm, but I very politically just tried to, you know, keep it chill. Because as you said, we do have a ripple effect here. And um, as irrelevant influencers and, and ticks on YouTube... Um, we have to be a little careful with our voice sometimes because it carries heavy. Yeah, man. You know, we got that, that Mjolnir voice sometimes. Yeah. And, and as, as you have a bigger following and you go higher and higher, like PewDiePie, I mean, it's, it's, you can move mountains at that point, you know? Yeah, man. And you know, the thing is too, I've always said that, and this is honest, um, that I've always admired your ability, especially around the sequels to try to be open to all types of fans and all types of peoples and i frankly i've said this before i said it the pablo night but i, I meant it yeah. that you have done a better job with the pr of this divided fan base than even lucasfilm and you've actually done it it's not like you're just doing it for your channel though it's like you're doing it for star wars it's almost like you're you're like under retainer doing good pr work for star wars every month except not only do they not pay you well, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like ridiculous. No, they're not paying me. They, they treat me like crap. And they, you know? uh, they, they copyright my films and, you know, Dude, uh, like, which is fine. Man. It's okay. But 
Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, the way I think of it is Star Wars to me is purity. It's not, it's not, you know, what's going on today or, you know, current events. It's purity. It's, it's, you know, that little kid who enjoys these movies and escapes to these movies and has fun with these movies and connects with these movies, you know, on a, a Saturday night or a, a Sunday morning or a whenever day of the week with your parents, with your friends, by yourself, uh, no matter what you're going through. And you find solace in these characters of these heroic mythological, um, I would say, current society's mythological creatures uh, and characters. Uh, so for me to be able to do a bit of a damage control and not be like, oh, my God, I hated The Last Jedi. It was the most piece of crap film. Who the hell directed this? Who the hell approved this garbage dumpster trash? Like, why would I go out and say that when I know it's just going to cause so much fire, especially when the movie came out? So I'm going to be like, hey, guys, let's keep it together. You know, uh, Ryan Johnson's probably got, you know, a trick up his sleeve or something. Always staying positive, always staying a little bit more reserved with what i truly feel because i feel like if you do that the proof is in the pudding you know once episode nine comes out you'll you'll see what it is once john boyega says what he had to say once daisy ridley said what she had to say about everything and how fake everything was uh then you know you got it from from their mouths you don't have to hear it from you know someone who's just ranting and raving about it because you know he's just an unhappy fan but that's something a lot of people don't realize and I feel like, yeah, you're right. I did do a pretty decent job at controlling yeah. it. Whereas Lucasfilm yeah. would go out there, you know, and, and not all Lucasfilm, but, you know, Pablo and this and that would go on there and, and, and berate the fans, you know, and, and attack yeah, them. Man. And it's like, what? what? Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. And, like, there, like, there had to be some kind of understanding. Like, you know what's really crazy? I've been thinking about, like, not to, like... Okay, so my mind is sort of fixated on collectibles right now, so you have to forgive me. But I've been thinking about just the sequels and just how controversial everything has been, you know, and just how ridiculous this whole time period has been. And, uh, I, you know, I'm just wondering about, like, what the legacy will be moving forward. Like, what will people say about this time period moving forward with Star Wars, you know? Because to some degree, the advent of social media and everybody's sort of, like, not understanding of it is a little bit not Disney's fault, and that is partially what's going on. But at the same time, like, dude, Lucasfilm is just like, it's just crazy to me how many bad decisions they're making. I wonder, though, if, like, it'll be one of those scenarios where, like, for instance, you, you look at, like, the Gina toys or whatever. I even think about, like, Ray toys and, like, Kylo stuff. Like, if if Disney goes away from these characters, then then they'll sort of become, like, the forgotten characters. And to almost like get their own weird cult, like appreciation, like not necessarily appreciation, but like, do you know what I'm saying? Like if they just go away, because it almost feels like <sighs> Star Wars, no matter what, is gonna is going in a totally different. Like it just has to, you know what I mean? And and whether we dig hard on Filoniverse or we go weird with like Patty's movie or Taika's movie. Uh, that might be like a chunk in time of Star Wars that like we never get Star Wars like that again. You know what I mean? And it's like the Disneyfied like people will just go back and th and be like, yeah, it was this formulaic crazy mess. And like, it, like fifty years from now, you'll see in textbooks will be like, yeah, like Mega Corporation bought bought Star Wars and made a sort of weird corporate version. And but you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I, I fully agree. 
Um, this is what happens when you have uh, corporations controlling the. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's like you you have you find an artist and you say, hey, draw me this beautiful picture of an ocean and you know scenery and mountains, blah blah blah. Um, and when they go to take the Bob Ross goes to take his brush to paint. The freaking corporate dude who hired him is like, hey, hey, no, give me, the, give me the brush. This, this is, this is how you do it. Yeah, this is what I want. <laughs> wow, beautiful. Yeah, like, okay, now yeah. sign your name, Bob Ross. God damn it, right? Sign it, sign it, Bob. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah, man. But which is so weird because I look, mean it's a company predicated on the it flew on the wings of a creative genius. That's what's crazy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Why is Marvel doing so well? Feige, period. Feige, and if what Mark said was true, oh man, and yeah. Lucasfilm was like, hey, we don't need your help, then I might need to bring someone into the Den of Nerds to cover Star Wars because I might be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You know, for me, for a while. Well, I mean, look, we got John. Fett. What does John think about this whole situation? Bro, who knows? Apparently, the rumor is that he really was sticking up for Gina, which makes sense. Yeah. It sounds about right. Um, Who wasn't sticking up for her then? Who won? Yeah. Who the hell was she talking about in that interview? Bro. Um, that she's like, what was she talking about? Change, change the narrative. I don't know. I don't know, man. She's talking about Pedro. She could be. What if all that could be some wild stuff coming? Who knows for sure? Only the Oracle. The irony is they would make more money if they would butt out completely. Yeah, that's true. They have all kinds of strats, dude. The thing that's disgusting is the one thing they won't do is like admit any failure. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? Like, I get it. Like, that's not a Disney thing. I get it. Dude, it's it's 2021. Consumer behavior is completely changing. You're gonna you're really gonna tell okay. Yeah. Right. Do you guys think they could try to do what they did with the Clone Wars for the prequels with the spin-offs for the sequels, plus a Kylo show with Adam Driver? Look, Kylo is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. He's too cool he's sick yeah. complex yeah dope saber she was talking about pedro not being fired for the same controversial political post as well yeah i think she was she alluding was... to something maybe a little more behind the scenes that no one knows about so i feel so bad for george imagine the regret he must live with if he only knew that he was getting himself into chances are he would wouldn't have sold it mm. dude i've said this before i don't think he wanted to sell it i think he was just done because fans were constantly telling him what to do and he said this in interviews i've read them he's like it's just not fun anymore because right. fans want you to do it they tell you how to do it a certain way and i can't experiment i can't experiment with my stories and what i want and my characters it you is have honestly, to do it a certain way dude i think about this sometimes it is honestly a blessing that he completed the prequels i think about this sometimes you know where i'm like bro it is a blessing that we got the prequels because you gotta like so he makes these incredible movies right and then like becomes like super wealthy <clears throat> and he wants to 
make the next series and his he just takes his imagination abound dude like just i mean the prequels are so ridiculous like that's why people don't like them they're so ridiculous dude but they're so ambitious and crazy and it's so cool that we got to see the that vision of that guy before the fans and corporate america and whatever other forces in this dark world just beat him into submission because i agree with you i think that's what it was he just couldn't do it anymore um yeah but man i almost feel like the prequels are actually more pure george than even the um original trilogy i think the og trilogy is better but i think the prequels is really pure george like if you watch thx 1138 like it's a weird movie dude it's uncomfortable seeing all those ladies with shaved heads all the time and it's weird you know but it's it 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 lives on the wings of his genius yeah. you know he's a creative guy and i mean i feel like the prequels were basically george being able to flex as much as he wanted dude yes he wasn't limited by technology and that's why i think i just have so much more of an appreciation for particularly menace these days particularly that first one man yeah because you got to imagine it's really before any fan pressure not like yeah. fan pressure, but like the, the when they crapped all You're over. Like, oh, right? Jar Jar, what is bro? Right, oh, dude. Menace is Shot. probably the closest unadulterated George that we've ever gotten. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like kind of a beautiful. F I'm actually gonna watch it right after this podcast, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna put yeah. it on right. And let's I'll think about over, that. Man. Let's just get over here, man. Yeah, I don't enough of all this. Yeah. crap man you know i want to just have fun with star wars again like, well we love you guys that are here watching all 6700 of you appreciate it um i'm freaking out guys you know and and i've never been a political guy and i still am not so ament i know it's not a word um <laughs> but i don't care for anyone's politics i care if you're a decent human being that's all i care about and the things you say and for sure man as long as you don't hurt other people um i like you you know Marvel question for do you think Cap and Hawkeye? Well, that's for you, man. Do I think Cap and Hawkeye are the only ones to be more compass for Wanda? Yeah. I mean, obviously vision a little too, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a book uh, on Padme's point of view. There's a book on Sidious's point of view, which is gonna be cool. Secrets of the yeah. Sith. I don't know if I'll personally read the Padme book, although I think it's Claudia Gray, which does intrigue me. She's she's brilliant, but yeah. Um, you know, apparently there was a treatment for episode one to twelve that George had in mind that I keep <sighs> hearing about from. I'd love to get my hand. I want to. I'd love to get my hands on all that stuff, bro. Be cool, man. We got to talk to that Paul Duncan guy. Yeah, we should try to get Let's him on. What the, what the truth is, I haven't even tried to reach out to him yet. Yeah, I I I got in touch with his publicist, but I, I haven't heard back. I'll I'll have to I'll try and I'll, I'll you know I'll ping him, see what's up, see what's up. Who knows? Oh, thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you for your talk about Gina. You earn a fan today. Thank you both. Oh, awesome, nice. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, do you think Cad Bane will make a reappearance? Maybe he was supposed to die uh, in the Clone Wars, but they could bring him back. I I don't know. Be sick. I like that character, man. Is she taking a hit? Uh, don't really care about Gina, but Kathleen Kennedy is taking a hit, so that's good news. Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, a hit in what sense? I'm I'm not sure if I'm missing some context there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think they hurt Kylo by taking... Well, you know, the thing with the sequels is that it was just... As we said a million times, dude, it's like a broken record. It was just a, a two parents fighting over, uh, you know... Yeah, man. And the worst parents, too. Like, the worst two parents to fight. <laughs> Like, yeah. they could have found so many different parents to fight. It's almost like yeah. Kathy was like, let's pick the most opposite of directors. Oh, you know what? You know what I, I want to bring up if I can find it? Uh, this person said that they worked on the sequels. Uh, and I never actually, I was going to make a video about it, and I completely forgot. Uh, and, and they were telling me, was they, in the first they were telling me about, like, some boardroom stuff. I don't know if it's real, man. Um... Boardrooms? Boardroom meetings. Yeah, here we go. I'm not going to bring it up on screen, okay, chat? But I'm going to read it. Should we do a rumor alert? Haven't you heard rumor the rumor? rumor alert. Okay, uh, you guys ready? Get a like. It helps the channel. Okay, because <laughs> influencers are irrelevant and they're just ticks. Yeah, dude, we're so irrelevant. We're really going to need those likes. Yeah, please. Okay. Pablo, if I ever... <laughs> oh. I just don't like bullies, man. I don't like bullies. I don't like jerks. For sure. Oh, wow. For sure. What? There's my man. Where the hell you been, Clean Gone? We're gonna see Clean Gone, what up? Oh, he's been a he's been an OG since day one. Fifty. Thank you, dude. What oh, the hell? for the fifty spot, nice. Um, and everyone here right now, if you can go over to my Cobra Kai Theory channel, I'm gonna have a uh, donation live stream on uh, this Saturday with a ton of Karate Kid original actors and Cobra Kai actors at one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We're gonna be donating to St. Jude, so all your super chats will go to a good cause. So please be there and uh, ask all your questions if Cobra Kai and Karate Kid is your interest, and you just want to see some of the some of the old OG actors. Uh, Hang out with me and talk. That's going to be great, man. That's yeah, going to be great. Corporations don't have souls, so they produce soulless projects. I, I agree with that. Amt isn't a word in Hiberno English. It is uh, now. Oh, it is. It is a word. Oh, it, it is, a, is word? a word? Really? Oh. I don't know what that is, but I don't know what Hiberno. What's Hiberno English? I don't know, bro. I feel like it could be a meme. To be okay, honest. anyway, so let's let's get to this here. All right, you guys ready? 65, 6500. I'm going to get straight to it. JJ had drafts for the entire trilogy. Yes, this included a eight script. However, this draft was given to only Ryan, and he decided to scrap the entire project. Let me move this to... Uh... I, I didn't tell you about this either, Josh. I'm listening just like they are. Uh, the Okay. JJ was asked to play it safe on seven. The only risk was killing Han Solo, which was done in accordance with Herod Harrison's wish. He was asked to introduce new characters, recapture four, and give a massive hype and build up to Luke. He decided to work on his own creation, and creative directors gave him a lot of freedom. Initially, JJ was supposed to be a producer on eight, but was pushed back to executive position. Kathleen and Iger did not share the same view with the entertainment and creative board members. The two decided that it would only be right to they would only be right to bring back JJ to direct nine and let him finish. JJ was promised a lot of creative freedom, but ended up having any. And after backlash on eight, the creative and marketing board decided to take control and nine. 
JJ originally planned to have a four and a half hour plus runtime script. Episode nine was supposed to have a part one something, which was titled with Sith and Darkness in its name, and The Rise of Skywalker was supposed to be the episode nine part two. Episode 10 was not going to be there. Rose would have been a much longer screen time, would have a much longer screen time. Leia's death is more meaningful and emotional. Exegol and Kylo Ren with deeper explanation. Chewie and Lando share a heartfelt moment on the Falcon. And this is interesting. This is actually before the movie came out. I was told that uh, Chewie and Lando would kill themselves in the Falcon while screaming Han's name. Um, crashing into a Star Destroyer. There's Something no like that. way that's true. There's no way that's true. So that kind of adds up a little bit, if that's... Kathleen, JJ, and Bob met a lot of times with the Directorate. In late 2018 and early 2019, they negotiated a lot. At one point, JJ even stormed off the meeting in anger after yelling at them. At that point, Kathleen and Bob were helpless, and Bob even made up his mind to resign from CEO since he had the post only for namesake. Kathleen was done at that point and started focusing on Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and the season finale for The Clone Wars. She got Dang. a lot interested and sometimes started pitching ideas herself. Meanwhile, J.J. made peace with Star Wars and felt like a bank employee and not a Star Wars director. The other not scripts, J.J. drafts, are most likely archived or destroyed. Destroyed. Kathleen and Bob did not even attend reshoots of Nine in November 2019. They focused on future projects. A lot of ideas were canceled, some included. Finn and Poe were going to be a thing. The, the directorate canceled this for conservative fans and China. Raylo was never meant to be. Later, they forced it because of Last Jedi's hand contact. They Fly Now was for mer merchandising purposes. JJ gagged and cringed during the premiere. Finn, yeah, tells, Rey, Finn tells Ray he is force sensitive. Lando recognizes Janna as his daughter instead of, well, let's find out. That the final duel with Palpatine had Mace, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Anakin, and Luke behind her. Hayden, Sam Jackson, and Ewan were asked to avoid the premiere. In other things, Taika Waititi has finished script writing and is working on concept art. His movie could come out anywhere during 2025 to 2027. Mando Season 3 is in pre-production. Book of Boba Fett cinematographers are traveling to capture photographs for ILM. It is to be entirely shot on digital screen. For safety reasons, I cannot reveal myself. Please spread the message and do not involve me. Can help and make a difference. You can help and make a difference. Use your base for the right reason, and may God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. So I know for sure, like a million things in there are false. JJ, what had a lot of control, a lot of control. In fact, the more I look into That's it, the more. Or she. No, he had. He had a. Oh, is that what he said? I thought he yeah. said he had no control. He didn't. It say yeah, that they, he. They said he started out with with. They gave him a lot of creativity and flexibility, creative freedom and flexibility to do what he mm -hmm. wanted. No, JJ had like full control of nine. From what I understand, he mm -hmm. actually backed out of some really cool ideas that even he had. He had some really cool, interesting ideas that he just backed out of and made sort of like a cookie cutter, little movie about it. But yeah, a lot of that stuff just reeks of like whack leaks 
Like the whole Chewie uh, and Han blowing up, that was definitely never in there. That was never in there. The Paxis leaks, the, the thing about the leaks to episode nine is they're actually pretty well documented. The Paxis leaks came out super early. And uh, a lot of the stuff that like making Star Wars Fanta tracks and a lot of like the really good insiders we're talking about, it's all actually mm. pretty well. It's dude, I made a video talking about the end of episode nine in October. Yeah. In October. You know what I mean? And it was accurate. Okay. So it's like, there's no, dude, none of this, 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 whoever this email guy was, email me, email me. I'll get you. Yeah. Anyways, it makes you think. And, uh, it's interesting. You know, I have gotten a lot of different emails like that in the past regarding episode eight, episode nine. I get a lot of them too. They're, you know what? You gotta, gotta admire the creativity. You gotta admire the creativity because some of that stuff is true, but it's probably just, he got it. He or she got it somewhere else, you know? Yeah, they should make their own YouTube channels and fan fictions would be good. Probably be better. Yeah. The fans should get the words biggest world's biggest GoFundMe with George Lucas, huge celebs, and catch several billion and buy the rights from Disney to give. You know who would Obi-Wan. love that? GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. GoFundMe would be like, dude, what? Yes, please. Let's do that. Three yeah. percent of whatever. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, fifteen billion dollars, let's say. I, I bet you if if I had fifteen billion and I approached them, you know, with a lawyer being like, Look, I want to buy it. Here's fifteen bill, y'all. Yeah, they would definitely sell. they at this point, I think they'd sell I don't for know if they would sell, but they'd be they'd at least for fifteen? Be interesting. I think they'd sell. I would sell if I were Disney, I'd sell for fifteen. Star Wars right now, the brand is not worth fifteen billion dollars at all. Like, dude, we're we're basically just we've basically talked about the whole time how it's not really worth that. Just because it's kind of, I, I guarantee I you could, could make get it, it worth. You I could. guarantee, I guarantee, mm-hmm. I could make it worth fifty billion dollars. Yes, inside but, of ten years. Yeah, yeah, but why pay fifteen for something that's only worth right now maybe seven or eight? You think that's all it's worth? Star Wars right now? I wouldn't pay ten billion dollars for Star Wars right now. With the direction it's going right now? Are you kidding me? No, sorry, Bob. No, it's not way. that much money. I mean, it's you think about it. You think about all the people that could get together and like 15 billion is more than triple what Disney paid for Lucasfilm and they overpaid. That's a lot because mm. that because George refused to take anything less than Marvel, but Marvel was creating Marvel was generating revenue. Marvel was a Marvel was a monster. Uh, Disney Lucasfilm was not in good financial shape. You know what I mean? Which is essentially why well, they spent they too had much to, money on the Clone Wars. They spent way too much money on the Clone Wars, which is why yeah. it's so awesome. You can do a video on Talon Card. I feel like he's underrated. Sure. Yeah. Um, a theory, just to let you know, you've helped me out in so many ways. Keep it up. Also, what's your favorite sport if you have one? Uh, so yeah, so when I grew up, I, I did martial arts and then I did uh, tennis, actually. I really nice. liked tennis, do, yeah. Do you still watch tennis at all? No, not really. Not really. No. You, you watch but, like UFC or anything like that? UFC? I know. I used to watch UFC, um, hmm. but not really. No. I mean, I like it, but I really usually watch like the big, big fights. You know what I mean? Plagueis. Plagueis. Yeah, Hundo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Depp is Hondo. 
in the Kenobi series. <laughs> Dude, that would actually be great. I mean, you know it what? would trigger a lot of people, but I would love it. That would be fantastic. Where do we sign up? Let's take Star Wars to its full potential. I uh, know. Man, I mean, I think the best we can do is just say we're not happy right now. And then, look, it's on them to make us happy. Look, man, just put John you know? Favreau in charge and I'm happy. You know, get, get, get your, get your to, flunkies I, look, off of Twitter so they I stop agreed. I agree, but harassing <laughs> fans, even if the fans are toxic. Like, just ignore them, dude. Like, but here's the it's deal. It's so easy. He's clearly not. Either he's not running the show right now and the shit's wild still. Or he is running the show and he doesn't have enough control to handle all this. Like they need to, they need to stop. It's crazy. They went over his head and like fired his character. Dude, he bro. sought out Gina, man. Bro. Bro. It's ridiculous. I'd be pissed. Like, I'd at least want to say in it. Be like, he, what? Not only did he, okay, let's, not only did he seek her out, his show, the Ranger yeah. show, yeah. That's the Gina show, bro. That's the Gina show. So let, let's be real for a minute. Do you think, because uh, I've gotten a lot of emails from people that have worked with Pedro in the past at like, yeah, 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 in New York. And, 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 and they've told me some interesting information about him. You know, I, I wish him the best. Um, but a lot of it seems to align up with um, some of the things that are going on uh, with the, the delays and season three and this and that. And um, what I've heard is the very reason that Book of Boba Fett was created was because John Favreau was so unbelievably annoyed and I could this is just a rumor I don't know if this is real this is just someone what someone told me in an email right you we all know emails but the whole reason Book of Boba Fett was apparently created was because John Favreau was so annoyed with Pedro and the whole helmet thing that he's like I can't deal with your shit I'm, I'm done I'm just gonna make a whole new show and we can figure this out later Do you think there's I mean, any merit look, to that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Some, look, some I've heard, look, I've heard similar things. It's hard to know for sure, right? But I will say this. If you think there wasn't an issue with Pedro like at all, you're crazy. There was. It's been documented. The question is whether mm. it was normal, par for the course, stress. I've had some people reach out to me and be like, look, it was COVID. Things were stressful. There was a thing that happened, but it was just a stressful thing. You know, it wasn't like a big deal. Or whatever. I've had people tell me other things. You know what I mean? Um, so who knows for sure. But man. Look the bottom line is this. Let's talk about what we know for sure. What do we know for sure? The show is not coming out. When we would normally think that it would be. The next chapter of the Mandalorian season 3. Is the book of Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. Now. According to even the. I believe it was the Hollywood Reporter article. I believe. Even according, that's the Hollywood trades, by the way. This is accurate information. They removed information about Gina from the December 10th investor thing. Okay. Okay. So they removed stuff from that's December. You know what I mean? We're in February yeah. now. Yeah. So it's like there was something happening and tension there and, and, and craziness that GME, that GMA, GME, Freudian slip, GMA interview. Where John was talking about the finale and then he's talking about Book of Boba Fett. Dude, I'm sorry. You can never convince me that everything was PG Keen in that interview. It seemed his answers seemed weird. It just seemed weird, man. He didn't mention Pedro Pascal by name at all. It just seemed weird. So I don't know what's going on, but the whole thing stinks. 
And it's like, it's hard to get excited when it feels like there's all these secrets being kept from us. We don't know exactly what's going on, but just talk about what we know. What do we know? They right. fired her. Yeah. You don't even have to speculate to be mad, is my point. You know what I mean? Like, you can just. So it's not a book, it's a show. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett is basically like it's like a play on what John Favreau has been doing with Mandalorian, like chapter one, chapter two. It's like a book. The whole show is a book, but it's a, you know, it's like uh, the never-ending story, or like yeah, um, yeah. Well, the Mando has been in chapters as well, so it's pretty familiar to the format. So yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Like, don't get me wrong, it's gonna be cool. Would I sign it? Um. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, those things don't really do much, man. You know, yeah. they're a cool like calling. <laughs> if, card, you get, if you get if you get a if you get a a tweet trending, then or a hashtag trending, then yeah, maybe that'll do something for you. But yeah, that's sure. what I'm learning. It's it's bitter. It's bitter for me, man, because like it's it's you know. Um, for so long, I have uh, tried to repel any sort of. Oh no, no, it's okay. It's like it's fine. Like Luke's film is, it's, but I don't know, dude. And I still don't know what to think. But I mean, I'm I'm really growing wise behind the years. Is that what they say? Um, wise gonna, beyond the years. Yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Beyond the whatever. The success of the Mandalorian has well, thank you, Richard. The success of the Mandalorian has made Kathleen Kennedy's position at Lucasfilm shaky. Clearly, Filoni and Favreau, the leaders, she's Deadwood. They don't need her. Look, no. she's done a lot of great stuff for film, but when it comes to handling Lucasfilm, I think she's done a piss poor job. Yeah, the whole the it's just that un, undeniable. No, 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 no! Please don't send me your savings. Nobody send me your savings. <laughs> Jeez! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Um, it's just a funny, interesting, interesting thought. That's all. Yeah, it's like a thought exercise. Of course, it would be dope. You know what I mean? But like, Disney yeah. buying stuff, bullying. Oh, bullying Star Wars. Buying if they, yeah, they want to buy me. Hmm. Like, hey, never make an, a video ever again. What would be your price? Ballpark. Fifty mm. mil. 50 mil would do it 40 mil what if they came in at what if they came at you for 10 mil no dude yeah make them pay <laughs> yeah for sure what and i can't make star wars videos ever again i don't know i'd have to be like kate hey, um i will never like you pay me an x amount i will never talk about any of the new stuff um Oh, so now it's just the new stuff. Well, now it's only five million. But I, but I still get to talk about everything George Lucas. Legends. No, see, that's what they want. They want you to shut your mouth about George. What's it going to take? Tell me a number and shut your mouth about George. <laughs> You're going to uh, shut up about George right now, Fury. Is there anything in the contract about not being able to make fan films with that money? Star Wars fan films? Definitely, but we're not going to tell you about it. It's going to be in the fine print. Oh, so I can't even. So I'm I'm locked in. I can't do anything. So, I mean, come on. So I, get, I just I gotta go to my Cobra Kai channel and and gaming yeah. channel forever, and that's that's it. Yeah, but if you even say Star Wars on your Cobra Kai channel, we're coming after you, bro. 
<laughs> like, I mean, this, yeah, this is kind no. of a cool role play. I, no, I get you, why they do it now. Can't buy me. Yeah. I make too much anyways. <laughs> Yo, is this show too wild? Did this show, because this show has been through an arc too. Because this we show were so happy. Crazy arc. Yeah. Bro, we were so happy. We were the happiest boys on the internet when it came to Mando. We still are. We're just real. True. I'm a little less happy. I'm going to be real. I'm a little less happy than I was. But yeah. Look, we're fanboys. We're nerds. This stuff affects us. You know, we grew up with it. Grew up with this stuff. So it's Check like. This out. You do something cool? I, think I was pulling this out. Uh, this is my Silver Surfer number one. Oh, damn. Talking about nerds, yeah. I just I was pulling I was pulling out some of the old books. Are we getting our toys out? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get our toys out. Like, why isn't Disney making these? You know? Well, they make the Galaxy's Edge ones. I, I know they're not super great. I like the Galaxy's Edge design, actually. I don't think it's this looks real, dude. I'm literally like, no, like, I love looks... that. Yeah, I love that. They should use those in the movies, bro. Because that shit looks better than even the, the stuff they have. I know. I'm looking it's at it real. right now, like, what the hell? And it lights very well, too. So, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm Ben Solo. Yeah, dude. And then you got to do the, the Han Solo, like, eh. I don't know. What does he do? That's like the reaction that, that he should have given to people. Where he's like, yeah, I was in the movie for about a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, and then his last line is literally "ouch." So his yeah, last line is "ouch." What? Ouch. Hey, what's your theory that he uh, he got raped pregnant with um, transferring the? Oh, you want to know? About, can I? You want me to talk about this theory and my journey with this theory? Because yeah. I got canceled. They tried to cancel me for this theory. It was way worse than the Gina situation. I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to be that guy, but it was way worse, much more ugly. Mm. So, I had this theory that. When at the end of the film, when Ben brings her back to life and he, he puts his hand on, on her stomach to bring her back, that he somehow impregnated her. And then I got accused of the most horrible things. And, and it, because it's fantasy film. So, yeah, I was reading Super Chats. The Raylos, no, it's cool. The Raylos came uh, pretty hard at me for that. They did not like that. I thought it'd be sick. Someone says, uh, Pablo Hidalgo's job, that's the price. And 50 million. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. Like, dude. You know. Nah, it can't be bought. I'm not Watto. I'm not Watto. Only money. Got to keep the faith, gentlemen. Hey, we're oh, trying. Faith brother. is always there. It's never gone. Because there are always guys like, you know, Josh or, or me or, uh, you know, you guys watching or uh, John Favreau or Dave Filoni that, um, dude, they just need, they just need to be in power. And, and this is something I think George said this was, it was a quote. He said, I or was it in an interview. He's like, I don't like doing. Yeah, no, it was in, it was in the interview with, um, you know what? Why don't we just watch the interview? I yeah. mentioned it so many times, dude. Um, let me find it. Is this the the one? Yeah, with um, Bill, Bill, whatever. 
creator of Family Guy. Uh, what was his name? Seth. MacFarlane. Oh, the Seth MacFarlane interview, dude. That interview's great. Probably the best George Lucas interview. Oh my god, he was so happy back then, bro. You guys will see. Yeah, this is a great interview. This is a great clip. This is back when. <sighs> Man. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this? You can search it up yourselves. It's just Yo, uh, the young guns. Marlin interviews George Lucas. The young guns don't know about this, bro. Nope. They're about to be taken to school. All right. Can you guys hear it? Well, I think ultimately. Can you hear it? Have to be mean. I can hear it. Maybe up just a little bit. I can't up it. Uh, okay. It's low. It's we all help I'll each just other. We help each other in our careers. Uh, and we just never were competitive about anything. We were always competitive in a friendly way to say, you know, like playing cards or, uh, you know, dunking baskets to say, okay, you're so smart. Try this, <laughs> you know? And so it was that kind of competition, not the, uh, you know, you must be destroyed and, and uh, you must fail so I can win and all that sort of thing. How often do you watch your own movies? How often do you, are you ever at home and you sit down and you say, let's, let's just, pop it in and see if it there's anything it doesn't really i mean usually it's flipping channels and it's on some you know cable will you stop and watch cable it movie. sometimes i will yeah. you know depends on what i'm doing other than that i'm sort of i have to see them you know every five years or so for one reason or another you know some screen that somebody's having that i'm sort of right. but to be very honest with you i love all the movies i've made i love watching them i've never grown tired of them and thank goodness for that because um, we call that the, the true curse of filmmaking, which is if you make movies, you're going to have to, whatever movie you make, you're going to have to watch it about a hundred times. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. sometimes that's the worst punishment of all. <laughs> right. Yeah. If, if there's ever a rerun of Family Guy on the air, I have to stop and watch it. Well, our TiVo is completely filled up with Family Guy. Oh, good. We've got everything. I think every episode TiVo. We don't pay, you know, we don't buy those. You DVDs don't, you don't, we actually oh. TiVo it. <laughs> Yo, his sense of humor, bro. Has a TiVo full of Family Guy. <laughs> Although he's never bought a DVD. All right. Well, I bought, I bought all the Star Wars DVDs. That's Good. Well, you go out and buy them again. <laughs> know all the Star Wars movies pretty much verbatim, like the fans. Not really. If I like hum <laughs> music, would you be able to tell me what where in the movie? Yeah. Film it? Yeah. That would be tough. Really? Yeah, but you can try. Uh, okay. Okay. Do you know it? I recognize it, but I don't know. Uh, do you have an, the, um, that's, that's Cloud City. Medallion. Uh, nope. You're right. Shit. Very good. Okay, how about this? How about this? That's the, uh, the, uh, big throne room at the end where they get the medals. Rancor. All right, you know what? That's, what is it? This is that's the uh, beginning of the snow battle in uh, in uh, Empire. Oh, uh, okay. George doesn't even know, man. What the hell? Dude, I know, but that's it's that's the thing. Like, <laughs> how many of your, you know what I mean? Like when you, I don't even know all the stuff I say on stream, you know. <laughs> just, just, just from the throat. Well, that, that's because he's, he's the creative guy. He's like doesn't care about the little. Yes, I. It's the same thing, George R. R. Martin. Like people ask George, like the fans know more about the lore than George does, you know. Yeah. Uh, Clone Wars animated TV series. I've always wanted, I love television. I've had a great time in television. And um, I love animation. I've been doing animation for years. And uh, it's combining those two things into something. And then being able to tell the story of the Clone Wars, which is sort of the missing link in features of what actually happened during the Clone, Clone yeah. Wars. And explore new characters and have more fun and 
do it in the style of. I'm sorry, man. It's a balancing act, you know. Yeah. On, on one end or the other, I'm gonna get someone's gonna get mad at me. The Skywalker family. I know when people ask me what I do when I'm not working because I'm sure you you work much more than I do, but even so, it's I feel like it's seven days a week, and I have no answer. What do you do to have fun? What 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 do you do in your downtime? Basically, I have three kids. <laughs> That's basically whatever downtime I have. Yeah. And um, I've raised them by myself. The youngest one is now 14. The oldest one's 26. So I've been doing it for a long time. Mm. And uh, actually, you know, stopped directing when my daughter was born. And um, it was basically retired for 15 years to raise my kids. In the end, whatever free time I have, that's what I do. I go to the movies. I love cars. For a lot of us, Star Wars is sort of the definitive movie of our childhood and, and of our adulthood. If we're asked, you know, what's the greatest movie of all time, most of us will need jerk uh, Star Wars. What is, was there a movie when you were a kid that you found to be that, to, to hold that sort of place? Um, well, to be very honest with you, I didn't go to the movies that much when I was younger. You know, Comic in books? Very small town, one mm. movie theater. You mostly went, you know, to chase girls or go on a date or something so you didn't pay much attention to the movies or that but you um, get canceled if you say that now i remember yeah. are you know bridge on the river Kwai, chase girls uh, what dr strange love those are two of them that mm. dr strange love's good man i remember reading a quote from you at one point that when when you were asked why you chose to make this movie you said I, i've always wanted to see a movie like this and no one's ever made it and i figured if somebody did then everyone and did it well, everyone would try to copy it, and then I could sit back and relax and watch the copies. <laughs> That's basically what uh, I do in those situations. I, It's not really about the copy part, but mostly it's that I come up with an idea for a movie and I just want to see it. And in the worst possible situations, I've had to make it myself. <laughs> in the best of all possible situations, I've gotten Steven Spielberg to make it. <laughs> Ultimately, it's to enjoy the movie. Right? That's awesome. For all of my friends who are successful, all the same age, all at school together, all had fun. The secret ingredient, which everybody's like, why are you guys so successful? We all Do you know went to film school with Jim Morrison for a little bit too? We never he did. the doors. Yeah. Or be successful or anybody would even like it. But He's we done a lot of stuff. And we make the kind of movies that we love to see. Oh, I'd like to see that. And we have the advantage of being able to actually make the movie. You know, say, okay, well, it's not coming out, so let's just make it. And then we'll bring it out. <laughs> And so that's really the fun of it. You mentioned uh, THX 1138, um, which ends. Seems like he uh, got a apocalyptic sunset. Hair transplant. And in Star Wars, we have that, of course, very. His hairline's totally different now. Luke staring out at the two. For real? Is yeah, that, there is there a a, maybe some of like his thingies fell down if he's got spikes. Way to say it is the sun represents being outside the box. I'm a keen observer of hairlines. Um, yeah, holy cow. That, I'm going to watch my shit now. <laughs> you're going to be calling me out, dude. <laughs> now nah, you're good. <laughs> when it happens to you young, you start to notice people it. in the movies who you are have a keen looking eye. That. or running off to the horizon into the sunset are taking are going from a life of inside the box that's very uh, the same every day to the unknown. They're running off to either the black night where all the scary part is or to a whole new dawn of a new day where, you know, they get a second chance. You obviously run this vast, vast empire here. Um, what, what is your, what is your leadership style? Are you, are you more Darth Vader or Admiral Akbar? Um, 
Well, we have offices that don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I basically make movies. I'm not really one to run businesses. So I turn it over to other people, and then I kind of oversee it. Uh, I would say I'm uh, the gentle giant. I don't get pissed off very often. You know, I, I don't do a lot of hands-on stuff. I let everybody else do it. Uh, as opposed to movies where I'm sort of a micromanager. Do you watch a lot of television? You, you got that? Yep. He's not a business. I mean, it's, no, it's true. I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, Are you are you more Darth Vader or Admiral Akbar? Um, well, to be very honest with you, I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I basically make movies. I'm not really one to run businesses. So I turn it over to other people. And then I kind of oversee it. Uh, I would say I'm uh, the gentle giant. I don't get pissed off very often. You know, I, I don't do a lot of hands-on stuff. I let everybody else do it. Uh, as opposed to movies where I'm sort of a micromanager. Do you watch a lot of television? Is there anything? Cool, it's man. kind of interesting. Yeah, because like in, in movies, he's really micromanaging. Like he he couldn't... Essentially, that's why he had to direct the prequels because he realized like he was essentially yeah. directing Return of the Jedi anyways. And so... Yeah. He was like, yeah, I got to be there. So, but then his business style is to be so, you know, hands off. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's funny with, with ESB and um, Return of the Jedi. He was pretty much, while they got the credit, he was pretty much doing all the, I don't know, I wouldn't say all the work. I mean, he essentially he did come back late in even Empire and was really involved heavily. I mean, he was right over Kirshner. I mean, it's weird because I understand his yeah. play there. And I mean, hey, it worked. That movie's incredible. But, um, yeah. yeah, he was probably, you know, governing everything and yeah. watching over it. Yeah, as you said, which is cool. I'd love to see him do another independent thing before he dies. Do you think? What do you think the odds of that are? Doesn't, you know, obviously not Star Wars, but. Uh, I don't even want to think about it, but it, it kind of feels like to me like his legacy is going to be told or his films that he's been working on in the last 10 years is going to be told uh, or shown after he goes. So is it true that he's like Michael Jackson that he has it. made movies and that he's only shown? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Apparently, he apparently yeah he just he makes like mil like multi million dollar movies just in his backyard, so to speak, just for and him and his not, friends. And yeah, not for the public, just for himself. That's wild, bro. Can you imagine getting your hands on? Imagine some, having some of those? just blowing millions and tens of millions on, on fan films for yourself. <laughs> That'd be Dude, dope. what if what if he made what if he made the sequels? What? Bro, no, bro, he he did. I'm convinced that he. I I'm convinced that he did. Now you will never convince me that he did not. Thanks. Now I'm gonna be thinking about that. And then one day, you know, you're, they're gonna be like, George wanted the world to see this when the time was right. Leak it out, baby. Leak it out. The email is the den of nerds, the <clears throat> den of nerds at gmail.com. Hit me up. Wow. Yeah. That'd be it's pretty cool. I read today that Lucas wants to come back. Nah. Why would he want to come back? You're like, now? <laughs> Greetings from <laughs> Europe. <laughs> we Greetings, love you too. Greetings. Yeah. 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 Well, I think he's done, and um, I think he's been done for a very long time, unfortunately. I think yeah. partially, I think fans pushed him to that <clears throat> that level. Um, at this point, I think the games 
can deliver a greater story than Disney. After Fallen Order, I feel like the games will deliver good stories and lore. Yeah, I think so too. Um, some people are saying they're lagging. I'll just uh, restart the stream. There's definitely still hope. You know, what I mean, we're just in a dark period. Of course, of course, there's hope. Look, we ended with the last greatest thing, which was Luke coming back. So they yeah, know man. what. I mean, you just put the right people in charge, and they know what they're doing. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be like best thing ever. Uh, yeah. Um, other than a couple, you know, social media things uh, and and company things, uh, story wise, product's been good. Yeah. Better as of late, as of late, as of late, as of very late. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Theory, you're lagging. No, Kenny B, you're lagging. You're lagging. Golly, the nerve. My super chat. Why didn't you just say it? Was a good question, (laughs) Scotty. I'm gonna give you so much crap for this. I'm going to give you so much crap for this. I, I, yeah, I got to read a whole bunch. Um, <clears throat> who would win in a fight to the death, Bloodlust, Vader, or Papa Palps? Vader in the tough. suit? Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Palpatine. The... Yeah, it's pretty tough. Like, if Vader wins, he gets Padme back, level of Bloodlust. Yeah, Palpatine. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Sending love from South Africa. Thank you, man. What is this thing you keep saying Mark said? I don't know. Mark says a lot of things. Where is that saber from? Your lightsaber. Um, it's fine or, addition. Yeah, but we, me and Mark are working on making our own lightsaber company. Hey, Theory, if you accept Pablo's olive branch and speak to him, I actually think it could be huge right now. Hear his actual side, maybe game-changing thoughts, Josh. Nerdvengers assemble. Um, yeah, I don't need to hear anything he has to say, given his track record and given the the plane. You know, I gave him a day, pretty much, to reach out to me, and uh, he didn't. He only did half-assedly when... Um, yeah, we've talked about this. Let's move on. Yeah, uh, I actually worked for Disney, and in the ending of Book of Boba Fett, Pablo makes out with George... Dude, awesome. Cool, man. Hot. I love you guys do. I hope you're all having a great day. Thank you, Adam. For me, the last truly pure Star Wars was Clone Wars and Rebels. Who would win, Gandalf or Obi-Wan? Uh... I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. <laughs> I came oh, late up working with Pedro. Oh, nothing really. Um, the straw that broke the camel's the camera back theory you say the word i'll send these star wars legend comics are going crazy do you think fans are finding out there is future star wars in legends and organically buying it up it's probably that it's out of print man look collectibles in general right now are going crazy so there's a lot of really crazy movement and that's why i had these comics out because i was like i'm looking at like old cards and old comics and yeah, man, va- values up right now in the collectible world. It's pretty wild. You start with Star Wars legends. Comics are hot. Commodity oh right yeah. Now? Oh yeah. I would imagine some of them must be worth some money. I haven't, are they not reprinting them? Of course not. No, everything Marvel now, like, so Marvel has that. So I have some legends like 
stuff from Marvel, where it's a Legends reprint from Marvel, but the Dark Horse stuff, no, Dark Horse will never print Star Wars stuff again. So if you get like some old, you know, Star Wars stuff, right? What's yeah. with you guys saying there's lag? I don't understand. There's no lag, dude. I mean, there might be an. They could be trolling. Could be on their end. Could be a little lag that we're not noticing. I don't yeah, know. but it should be fine. Yeah, should be good. Should be fine. But yeah, collectibles are hot right now. I would imagine even old Star Wars stuff, bro. Like if you if if you have any old stuff, bro. Like even that even that uh, thing you just bought that hilt. I'm watching. There's no lag. No leg, ladies and gentlemen. Zero leg. You are yeah, liars. No You're liars. No so, yeah, you should check that, check that uh, price on that, dude. Because collectibles on one, are blowing. On what? On even that um that uh replica, the master replica you just got. So, yeah. for even from the time you bought it, dude, that price could be up huge right now. Hmm. Like I bought. Remember when I told you I bought those cards, those magic cards for like two hundred dollars or for like five hundred dollars? Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I bought a card. All right, this is a little confession. I actually bought more than $500 worth. I bought one card that was a $700 card, okay? And I, I was embarrassed even... Exactly. I was embarrassed to talk about it. That card is now worth going for $3,000 right now. What? Bro, I'm telling you, collectible stuff right now is blowing That's up. Crazy, dude. It's crazy. It's Holy crazy. Holy crap. This crap freaking came apart. What? Uh-oh. I just got to put it back together. Keep talking, baby. Um, I'm listen, I'm, now I'm, I'm like concerned about the saber, though. I don't know if I can focus. Oh, what happened to the saber? Just, Is he all right? He's all good. Okay, um, all right, cool. cool, cool, cool. They aren't trolling. The lag is bad. I don't know. I mean, there could be whatever, guys. I mean, look, who knows? It's 2021. Crazy stuff could be going on. Who Maybe Disney's shutting yeah. the stream. Yeah, man. Disney's probably Over. like, well, <laughs> you know trying to give us that yo let me ask you something real quick before we get out of here though uh yeah. what about this switch game you heard about this switch game the, oh the, yeah the... i heard about this i didn't look dude into it, i'm kind of i'm yeah. kind of pumped i mean i don't know too much about it okay but from what i from what i gather free to play very interesting you've got a switch right yeah yeah so yeah you play mario Kart with jay dude yeah. okay so kind of interesting free to play it'll probably be like a Fortnite kind of thing you know uh right. but I could get into that, dude. Like that could be cool. And if it's really good multiplayer and it's just kind of easy pick up and have fun, could be fun for us to play with the people here, maybe, you know, potentially. So um, yeah, kind of I'm kind of into it. I'm down. Free to play on the Switch is weird to me, right? Or is that a thing? I don't know. I've only really played Mario Kart on it. Yeah, I don't really touch my Switch much. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna touch your Switch? Look, man, they say that you hand you get hair on your palm. Touch your, yeah, yeah, you touch your switch too yeah. much, you know. Yeah, best not to do that. Everyone's talking about lag. The lag strikes back. <laughs> you gotta love the internet, bro. You gotta love the internet. Always doing its thing, you know. Return of the lag. <laughs> Return of the lag. The lag Jedi. It could be Streamyard. I don't know. Maybe Streamyard's acting a fool or yeah. something. <clears throat> really, eh? Rare Legos is going through the roof. Probably true, bro. I'm telling you this. Everything's it's so wild right now. Like I didn't I literally didn't even talk about that card because I was so embarrassed about buying it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Well, chat, I think we're going to end the stream here. Um, I'll probably do a gaming channel stream tonight in a little bit. So if you want to join that, feel free. Uh, please subscribe to Josh's channel. The Den of Nerds. And the Den of Nerds live. Yes. And uh, yes. don't forget about the Cobra Kai um, 
fundraiser this Saturday. So you guys can. It's gonna be sick. I'm yeah. gonna be out of town, but I'm gonna try to pop in, maybe drop a super chat at least or something. But okay, cool. Time, yeah, yeah. What time are you to, going? Uh, one p.m. to three p.m. Pacific Standard. Dope. Yeah, I'll so, I'll chime in for sure at least at uh, some point. Four to seven your time. Well, I'll be actually on your time, baby. Whoa! I didn't know this. Going right, we'll to the West Coast. You gotta talk. We're out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, last. Do you have any plans to do the comic series on your channel? Yes. Yeah, the, like the Superman oh, thing? Because that was really fun, too. I want to do that again, too. That was dope. Origin series for Yoda? Oh, you mean Minch? Is that what you're talking about? What do you think of that? Yeah, that was his name, oh, right? Oh, an origin series for Yoda. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd love to see that. We want to see that since... As a kid, but right, that was George's thing, right? He he basically said, like, oh, you know, Yoda's just this myth mythical magical creature that comes in and out when he wants and just you know drops a bomb of knowledge and uh, pieces out. That's it. Yeah, man. People are trolling. <laughs> uh, I make YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm a tick. I'm a YouTube tick. I'm a YouTube tick on the side of Pablo and talk. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Love you. May the force be with you.